Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Hulhan, and before we get to our fantastic episode with Carnival Sideshow, I have to tell you about some upcoming shows. Tonight, the night that this is dropping, that is Thursday, May 19th, I will be at the Fit for Deep Cuts, talking about Nicktoons. So head on down to the Fit on Sanson Street in Philadelphia at 7.30 for some Nicktoons action. I'm also excited to announce for the first time ever here on the podcast, we will be returning to Wizard World Philadelphia. Yes, come see us at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Our show will be at 6.30 on Friday, June 3rd. So please come join us at Wizard World. And once again, we are returning to Anime Next in Atlantic City this year. We're also returning to Too Many Games. We're returning to Dexcon. Hey, we're even returning to Otacon August 12th through the 14th in Baltimore, Maryland. So we got a lot of great shows coming up, so please come see us. And if you want more information, head on over to plus2comedy.com. That will link you over to the WordPress site, because plus2comedy.com is broken, and get all your information there. Also, this episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast is brought to you by K&N Air Filters. K&N Air Filters are easy to install and are designed to last the lifetime of your vehicle. So stop wasting money on flimsy air filters and get a K&N Air Filter by going to knfilters.com slash podcast for a great deal and a free hat. That's knfilters.com slash podcast. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Who's ready for a podcast? Woohoo! Cool. You guys were really, really low this time. That was good. That was good. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? Those were all the same people, but I enjoy that you're participating. Okay, all right. I'm being corrected. I'm being corrected. You're supposed to be part of an understanding armada group. Thank you. That's better. I'm also annoyed. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast we coming to you live from Nerdvana. They got their time. All right. <laughs> coming to at 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and I'm joined by the Lawrence Gordon to my jigsaw, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? Is that Carrie Always? Yeah, he's the one who gets his foot cut. Oh, and he limps around. Yes, exactly. All right, I like that. Cool. I'm doing, I like being Carrie. <laughs> Good talk, Will. <laughs> Glad you're doing your vocal warm-ups before the show. Our guests this week are a, a sideshow. I'm always afraid that these words are going to be hurtful. They never are. <laughs> I don't want to be like, these guys are freaks. But these guys do a fantastic sideshow. Give it up for Gypsy and JR from Carnival. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Nerds. 
thank you guys so much for coming. Oh, no worries. This is fun. Thanks for having uh, so us. We I'm like going to buy all the things. Yeah, there are many things to buy. So <laughs> You spend a lot of money here. Uh, so we like to start with an icebreaker question. This was brought to you by uh, one of our past guests. This comes from Nerdfix Strangers. He wants to know, uh, is it pretentious to call mozzarella sticks fried cheese? Kind of hipster. Love, I love calling it fried cheese. No, no, it, no, no. no. I, since the beginning, I've always said whoever came up with the idea to deep fried cheese is genius. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't think it's hipster or pretentious at all. It is what it is, right? It's, it's but you're a hipster. Cheese. How am I a hipster? Who are you a Do hipster? we want to go into that? <laughs> no, I want to know. No, he's totally a hipster. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm currently going through a hipster crisis myself. No, so ask him about Firefly. Well, do you Gladly. Like? I hate it. Now that ask him if you he's a hipster. That makes you like a jerk. Now ask him if he's seen it. <laughs> that makes you wrong. Oh, have you have you seen Firefly? Yes. Now I have. Thank you, Gypsy. I saw half an episode. <laughs> Not even a half an episode. A quarter of an episode. <laughs> I watched the commercials that aired. <laughs> yeah. So that show looks dumb. <laughs> now, I mean, man, you want you want cowboys from space? Full Moon did it better in the '90s. It was called Oblivion. It had George Decay and it. it was amazing. The end. Told you he was a hipster. Well, I guess the show's over. <laughs> he said the end. I guess I guess that's the end of the show. I will admit I've still not seen Firefly. Something Good, keep it that way. I got booed for saying that, I believe, on episode two of this show. <laughs> Haven't gotten around to it. There's a lot of wrestling to how watch. Many, how many episodes now? Of Firefly? Firefly? No, of this There's show. There's no more new ones. Of this show. <laughs> I think, I have to, I'm not positive, but I think this will be episode 139. But you haven't been booed since episode two? Oh, no, I get booed every time. Oh, we're actually very understanding this time that I said that I haven't seen Firefly. I, I will get to it. I promise. Right now I'm watching 30 Rock. After 30 Rock, wow. the natural progression, Firefly. I don't know. I would think it would be The Office. 30 All Rock right, to I, The I, Office. The Office. Yeah. Then, then season seven of uh, uh, Parks and Rec. I haven't gotten through that. Then Firefly. There you go. Okay. That's, that's so a good progression. Excellent. Oh, wait, i got to watch Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, too. you got to get that in there somewhere. Is Agent Carter yet. good? I've, I've heard it is. I haven't seen it <laughs> You guys got a lot of opinions about shows you don't watch. <laughs> well, I just don't like anything. Okay. Like, actually, it was funny. I came out of Civil War on Friday, and I was actually upset that I liked it. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. I really must be a I good don't movie. like to like things. <laughs> I enjoy hating things. It's what keeps me warm inside. <laughs> you look like a very warm person. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hate in there. It's a whole lot of hate in there. So how long have you guys been doing Carnival? Carnival specifically about six years now. Six years? Mm-hmm. Well, how long have you been doing Sideshow Acts then? Me personally, about eight years. And before I was in Sideshow, I was in Burlesque. Don't ask him about the Burlesque. <laughs> Please, please ask please, me about the burlesque. Please don't ask him about know. the burlesque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's our job to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't know. How, how do you make that jump? Like, it's just like, I'm, I've been dancing. I should probably add some broken glass to this. Well, oddly enough, I made that jump. Originally, I was in cosplay burlesque. Both of the original entertainment troops that I started out with, I got into because I brought my bullwhips to a party. Um Okay. Like yeah. Segway, segue, I'm a humongous Castlevania fan. And that I'm a humongous sense. Indiana Jones fan. So, at a so that's fi- why you needed two. One exactly. for Indy and one for Simon. Absolutely. But, uh, so I decided I wanted to learn how to crack a bullwhip properly for a Simon Belmont cosplay I was putting together. 
I okay. found a dude at a Ren Fair, Mr. George Bogorad, who was willing to teach me how to crack a whip professionally. We love George. I got extremely good at it because I, I was out there practicing, like, daily. And um, I was messing around with it at a party, and some guy comes up to me and is like, Hey, so I see you crack a whip. You should do that and take your clothes off. And I was like, Yes, I should. And next thing I know, I was his wife's partner in Cosplay Burlesque. And um, then about a year later, huh. same thing. I was cracking my whip in a party, and some guy came up and said, Hey, I'm in a sideshow. We just lost our juggler. I could use you. Yes, use me, please. And that is how I ended up in Honor Among Steve's sideshow. And then they moved out west and got married and left me here in New Jersey. So I carried on with Carnival. Okay. <laughs> So the, the moral of the story is, if you learn how to crack a whip, people will ask you to get naked and join sideshows. Absolutely. All right. That's a skill to, to have then. <laughs> or certain folks, if you get naked enough, someone will eventually ask you to join a sideshow. It totally depends. They won't ask you to crack a whip. <laughs> like if you're going to get naked, can you do something? Yeah, can you hold this whip? <laughs> Anything. Swallow a, a sword. Now you- something. We've established your hipster is pulling a bullwhip out at like a burlesque party, like having a guitar at a normal party. If you're like, oh, jeez, bullwhip guy. It's that yeah. douchebag with a whip. I hope yeah. he doesn't hit on my girlfriend. It's either that or Glowpoy. Glowpoy is roughly the same. To bring that. He's whipping PBRs off my head. Yeah. No, There's- I will get the soda myself. <laughs> There's really always the guy who this. brings the glow poi in order to like go outside and to do pick up the girls, and you're like, yeah, wow, wow. So, uh, Steve's got the glow poi out again. <sighs> so I will say, Sideshow is one of the things that always interests me, because I was a big fan of Ripley's Believe It or Not, Cool. and every time it was always like, don't, you know... Don't try this at home. It's like, well, somebody had to <laughs> to do this. Like, so no, how you, you get, just how go you over get a friend's started? house. Go over a friend's house and try it. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, as I was saying, I started out with uh, with the whip, but the thing is, is some of the places that we perform at, it's, it's teeny tiny. Like, I really wouldn't have room to use a whip in here. You need a yeah. lot of room. So it was. I was kind of, you know, they'll learn to duck. <laughs> I was kind of useless for a little while with the sideshow, so I started learning to do other things. And from there, I le- I started out with uh, escapes, uh, straight jackets, chains, handcuffs, things like that. And um, after that, I, for, for lack of a better term, it was hooked. It was me like, all right, I started researching all the other old acts like, hmm, I think, I think I'm ballsy enough to try this. And it's a matter of either figuring out how it works through careful study and observation or you find someone to teach you with some things like I was lucky enough to find a magician willing to teach me uh, the secrets of how to get out of a straitjacket um, the the human blockhead thing um, you have to figure out how the human anatomy works and how not to lobotomize yourself so, uh, for, for those who doesn't who don't know that's when you Put a nail in your face, right? Yeah, you, you take a, a gigantic claw hammer and, you know, a 16D common housing nail, or larger, depending, and um, you use the force of the hammer to pound said nail directly into the center of your head. I fun. don't do that one. Fun. <laughs> Tons of fun. And uh, now I've seen some of the pictures, and Gypsy, there's a fantastic picture of you uh, with a mousetrap on your tongue. Yep. I, I don't understand how that's a skill you learn. <laughs> I really like cheese. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, did you just get tricked? You just I got fall tricked for it every time. Every oh. time. They usually have peanut every butter time. nowadays. It's hard to find one with cheese it's, on it. I like yeah. peanut butter too, though, so okay. it's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. it's okay. I'm just. I, just honestly, every show that you don't <laughs> learn. <laughs> well, there's more peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> the guy, I can't take Drat. a picture. <laughs> no, it it's that one is actually one of the the less painful things that I do, but it was one of the first things that I learned. Because it was, I guess it was the idea that if you can get past the sound and the the idea of that, then almost anything else seems a little bit easier. Yeah, that was a lie. Everything, everything yeah. is hard. <laughs> I, was say, I don't believe you. No, it's all that really it's painful like, oh, and difficult. You know when you stick your tongue in a mousetrap, it's just loud. Yeah, right? no, you cover your no. ears, it's fine. It, it turned out to be rather painful, but it also turned out to be something that I didn't mind pain-wise all that much. The real trick is learning it. how not to lose a tooth. Yeah, every yeah. single person who has done the mousetrap act, everybody in the industry, has cracked their front tooth or chipped their front tooth. Does that include I did you? not know this until I had actually <laughs> yeah. snapped my front tooth clean in half, and everybody went, oh, yeah, when I did that, I went, oh, you know, here's something I could have known two weeks ago, three weeks ago. <laughs> Somebody could have shared. <laughs> but no, that one, it, it just was kind of wading in and doing it. Like, there's not like a trick to that. It's just like, yeah, you're gonna no. stick your tongue in this. Yeah, we we get our mouse traps in nice new closed up packages from the dollar store, and then we go open them up on stage. They're not gaff. They're not rigged. Nothing. I just stick my face in one and hope I don't break my tooth again. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> that, that, that's the really fun part about a lot of the stuff we do. If, if we are lying to you or trying to trick you, we're probably just going to tell you. Everything else is 100% real. Yeah. Right. I was actually going to ask, because you said you did escapes. Mm-hmm. Were, are these, like, gimmick escapes? Or? Nope. No. So nope. <laughs> do, do you hate the people that do the gimmick escapes? Because it makes it impossible for people to believe they oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, if I see someone with what's called the magician's straight jacket, I'm doing the air quotations mark the thing yeah. for those of you out there in Radioland. <clears throat> or uh, it, it's just the same as if someone's using a collapsible sword for sword swallowing. Uh. Someday a real sword swallower is going to, like, rip their lungs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beat them with their roll-up sword. Yeah. No. Do, do you do the sword swallowing? Working on it. You're working on it. <laughs> working on it. Um, I was. I can't do it. I have yeah. asthma. I have um, really bad asthma, so I can't do it. <laughs> uh, unlike, unlike what they tell you on TV, it takes a lot longer than two weeks. Yeah, it takes a what long... Show? Yeah, what what TV show, show do you watch? Freak Show. Freak yeah. Show. They okay. made it look like she learned it in, uh, in yeah. two weeks. AMC Freak Show, which We actually was, know uh, them, and it did not take two weeks. <laughs> You mean a reality show lied to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to have a talk later, aren't we? <laughs> <clears throat> so, because my fear, every time I see a sword swallower, that's one of the few ones that I'm like, I can't deal with this. Because my immediate thought is, what if you sneeze? <laughs> what if you sneeze? Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, sword in there, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It's bad. While I was trying to learn, I actually, uh, I borrowed a sigh of his because it's not because it's rounded it's not sharp at all so I'm like okay I can start but out it's with got this the two other pointy parts yeah but they're way up here when you're starting out it doesn't go down that quick <laughs> okay <laughs> and I got it about to here I got I got it a decent way and then I had she's, an she's a, pointing to her sternum and then I had a then I had an asthma attack and my my throat closed up and it bruised my larynx I couldn't talk 
for like three days. And I'm like, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, good call. Find somebody else to I do I hear that. from the other room, oh, 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 Insurance oh, would have oh. covered if it was and then self-inflicted. Yeah, so right. The doctor's like, yeah. what happened? And I was like, ninja attack. <laughs> <laughs> The only way I could defend myself was to bite the sword. <laughs> I want to see a sword fighter fight, or a, uh, a sword swallower fight somebody with a sword, and they just defend themselves. They just swallow. How would the six-figured man deal with that? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, <laughs> That was more offensive than I intended. <laughs> <laughs> Just got the sword in his throat. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is there anything that you else that you like tried to do that you just weren't able to to get together? Well, this thing really sucked. I finally got it to work for the first time um, over the weekend. Uh, what I'm waving around right anchor. now is a gigantic yes. steel boat anchor. That is a tiny boat anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, compared to, like, a steamship anchor. She said it was big. <laughs> for things no, on a table, it is very big. Yes. It's fair. Well, I, for, for I've something been terrified ha- to bring this up, but yes, I see that you brought an anchor with you. Yeah. Well, you guys saw the uh, the amazing lifto act that I did when we were up at Inconceivable last year where I lifted things with my tongue. This I is did. the latest thing that I am lifting with my tongue. He yeah, that's, 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 that's the face that I love to see on people in the audience yeah. when I do it. So you... No, no one's doing this face. This is a face <laughs> of like, hmm. <laughs> no, no I, I meant Noah. He's, he's my face. Look at that face. Oh, that's are. the face. I'm uh, still yeah. making it. So let me take a picture of my face. A hook in the tongue, eh? I'll see where he's going with no, this. I, I'm assuming that you wrap your tongue around that hook. No, and you yeah. hold it strongly. Oh, Goes straight through the tongue. <laughs> you got a trailer hitch on there. No, mm-hmm. I've never heard a sound quite like that before in my life. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I've I've had a few sideshows on the the show before, and this happens every time. I I, I immediately try to get into like a fetal position and continue the show. So yeah, I, I grew up. Cause you should bring a whoopee. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's come up the show. I, I've been friends with a, a lot of magicians, and I don't know why. Just it just keeps happening, and they are they in multiply. turn friends. You, with you have to spray people. for them, otherwise they just pop. Yeah, they up. just keep showing up. No, that's jugglers. And, yeah. Oh God, and mimes yeah. and mimes. There aren't jugglers so I, I've here. I've grown there? this like disdain for magic because they just do it all the time, and mm-hmm. he just stops being impressed. It's impressive. They're very skillful. But I'm like, yeah, it's my surprise, surprise. It's my guard. Great, <laughs> your magic. Was it the three of clubs? Yeah, it always is. <laughs> the only blame, the blame Penn and Teller for that. Blame Penn and Teller for that completely. Oh man! It's so it's now with side show, like I don't have the disdain for side show stuff, but I don't. I'm like, all right, I'll sit. What are you gonna do with that hook, sir? <laughs> In the tongue? All right. <laughs> oh, I can't get over it. Still, I just keep staring at it. Like, oh no. Can you, should totally, can you, pass you should that totally this do way? it. I'd like Here. to like feel the weight of it. Oh, got it. Whoop. Fish hook. Allow me to heft it in my hand. Be careful, oh, fish hook. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so folks, this is real heavy and sharp, and I'm jabbing Will with it. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. And, there's and normally and a cork for the hook. I completely forgot it. <laughs> it's stuck in the bed of nails. Sharp object here. The, the cork is actually stuck inside the folding bed of nails, actually, at the house. That's where it fell. Okay. Yeah. I, There's a worst-case scenario. It gets stuck in something, and then you find out something else you can lift heavy <laughs> objects with. Yeah, exactly. 
so much of what we do is, oh my God, check this out. (laughs) I fell down the stairs carrying this box. Guess what I can stick in my arms now. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give this terrifying thing back. (laughs) There it is. Everybody pass it right. Pass it right. (sighs) Yeah, we brought toys in case you guys wanted us to do stuff. Uh, it doesn't translate. See, I mean, we could hear Noah's noises. Every, every, everyone's playing magic, and I would feel really bad if you were like, I want to lift this with my tongue, and then nobody looked at you. <laughs> so so I, I'll save your tongue for, for now. It's not because I'm squeamish or anything like that. It has nothing, it has nothing to do, to do with, with it. So what would you say is your, like, your big act? Is that the big act that you do, or...? <laughs> it's the it's the newer act that I do, so I'd say it's definitely one of the bigger things. But I, I at heart, I'm always going to be a whip artist. That's always going to be like my thing. What I'm always striving to do more with and get better with. So that that's what I consider my big act. As far as Carnival's big act, we actually have something that's fairly original, which is really rare with sideshows. It's basically okay. the same thirty acts that everyone's been doing for over a hundred <laughs> years in slightly different ways. But um, we we have a really interesting take on the human dartboard, which what you guys have seen. But for the folks at home, uh, what it is is um, the human dartboard is generally where you attach a targets to the human body and you throw darts at it. And with normally with the act, you use like darts like for a game of darts like pub darts um what we use is we have a 12 inch long (laughs) we have a 12 inch long blowgun with four inch long needle tipped blowgun darts we attach a bunch of balloons to gypsy's back with With a staple gun and um i imbibe a bunch of alcohol and start shooting in an effort to put out all the targets it's actually the one piece, uh, it is actually the one act that we do that actually requires legitimate safety equipment that's not part of a joke. Gypsy actually has to wear a heavy-duty leather spine protector made for us by Red Falcon Leather for all your leather needs. Um, and that is what keeps her from... Yeah, it's our sponsor. It's, um, it's what keeps us from getting paralyzed or dying or, eh, you know, dart in your neck. Oops, Oops dart in your neck. Ah... <laughs> It's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd imagine it's not your it's favorite. It's up there. But it, it is, is a there. crowd pleaser. Yeah, it is up there. It's one of my, it's not my, my top favorite. three. It's my second favorite. It's one of my top three, actually, oh yeah. <laughs> there's uh there's three that that I do that are are my favorites. I love my glass act and it changes and alters and I do weird new things like uh, piggybacking people or I do the glass bed like he does the bed of nails or whatever. Um and then the dart act, but I also do targeting for him for the whip act, where I'll, okay. I'll hold okay. targets. But he does one that ends up like this. This scar is actually from that. Oh my goodness! Where he stands behind me and breaks a target it, that it's I'm not holding. Not so much a scar; it's just kind of like permanent Indian burn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a scar. <laughs> so, so, so when that happened, like. I'm guessing show must go on. Like, are you? Did you just like grit your teeth and like, wow, he's amazing? Or like, <laughs> no, it does. It, every single time, it actually it gives me a little bit of rope burn, and you don't really feel it till the next day where the blood comes to the surface. But oh, the so, act itself so are going, looks going well. Yes, this is how things are going well. <laughs> It's really confusing. <laughs> if it looks ridiculously painful and possibly dangerous, that means things are going well. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> mm, all right. Has anything ever gone wrong? 
He has not. He has not won yet. No, never. Nothing has ever gone wrong in the history of ever. Yeah, no, we've never, except for the tooth. Uh, except for the tooth. <laughs> no, there was the time I broke your finger with the whip. I, I was just going to go on with the lie and say, except for the tooth, which we already what? mentioned. No, that was a lie. No, no, no. There, there, there was the time. It was actually it was an outdoor festival, and it was extremely windy. And a, a bull whip, I mean, it's one of those things the wind can take it. It's oh, a yeah. very, very light object. So the right gust at the wrong time, um, I generally... In, in the explanatory part of the beginning of the Whip Act, I explained that, yes, with uh, with enough accuracy, I could, you know, take someone's ear off, pop an eyeball, or I could even break, break a, a bone. bone. I have actually broken bones with my whip. Probably, sadly, they were gypsies. One night. But, yeah, I, I actually broke her index now. finger. <laughs> it it kind of hurt. <laughs> Just a little. Luck, luckily, we had our uh, one of my very good friends who's an EMT on site, and he was able to, uh, you know, Wrap patch her up. up. Tape me up, coach. Put me yeah. back in. <laughs> we got to get her fixed so she can go get hurt more. Yeah. Hey, we still had like four more shows that weekend. That's true. Oh, I, I did them all. Oh. <laughs> there have been cuts. There have been broken teeth. There have been abrasions. There have been whoopses. There have been uh, Doug pushed me across the floor. Who? That guy that we don't talk about anymore pushed me across the floor, oh, no. and I ended up falling over and hitting my head. I got a concussion. <laughs> Those are fun. Yeah. That wasn't even part of the act, but it was leading up to the act. And he pushed me out into the floor, and I my feet went out from under me. And next thing I know, I'm looking at the ceiling going, I know I'm in a bar. Yeah. Huh. There's not a rat trap on my tongue. <laughs> so we're not doing that. I'm wondering what I'm supposed to be doing right now. <laughs> so where can we see you next? Uh, this weekend, we are going to be at the Steampunk World's Fair in Piscataway, New Jersey, where we are actually debuting our Ragfront show. We are actually setting up a uh, 10 by 20 tent, and uh, I'm going to be outside all day, every, every day, day, doing the classic, you know, carny step right up, step right up, Aww. freaks, geeks, human oddities, just $4 inside the tent, yada, 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 spiel. And we're going to be doing repetitive shows like that over and over and over. Um, For three days. Which is cool, because... There aren't really a lot of folks like there's sideshows in our industry that do like the bar show thing or they do like steampunk like events and festivals and things, but there isn't anyone that's really started a new ragfront style show like that in like twenty, thirty years. Yeah. So um we're actually really looking forward to being like the new kids on the block, for lack of a better term. At least for a little while. Cool. Way cool. And uh then after that we have VandaliaCon, which is another steampunk convention down in Parkersburg, West Virginia. That's uh, May 27th through the 29th. And folks can always catch us every second Saturday at Hell's Kitchen Lounge at New- in Newark, New Jersey for the Bizarro Bizarro event. <laughs> we love that place. So we like to geek out on this show. And we do it with a segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. JR, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Well, I just recently got my Force Awakens DVD, so I've been watching that over and over again. I don't really do, like, serials or TV shows anymore. I don't really have the time to invest. Gotcha, so, yeah, I've gotcha. been, um, I have been absorbing as much of the Star Wars fan theories and supposed plot leaks and things for Episode Eight because um, I'm extremely happy. I feel that J.J. Abrams has brought Star Wars back to life after George Lucas, you know, drowned it in the bathtub yes. with the prequels. <laughs> He did kind of beat it into submission. It was mm-hmm. awful. So what, what do you think's going on with the theories? Yeah. Um, What's your favorite? I, 
Hmm, I don't really have a favorite. I kind of think they're all garbage because nobody a really lot of them knows are anything. I'm, I'm, I half wonder if honestly J.J. Abrams or somebody at Disney is purposely leaking the theories in hopes to kind of just throw spaghetti at a wall to see what sticks. That that's kind yeah, of yeah. Because nerds won't argue about Star Wars on their own. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's seriously it's, okay. Everyone seems to be getting behind the theory that that Ray is a Kenobi, so we're gonna make Ray a Kenobi now. Okay, Wait, cool. but that's the best theory. That is the best theory. Well, actually, I was talking to some favorite. of uh, some of my air pirate friends over the weekend, mm-hmm. and yeah. they they just like, air pirates are chatty, like yeah. you do. They uh they brought up that apparently during the the cartoon series, which I do not watch. Um, Obi-Wan had sort of a fling with some female Mandalorian super commando, which is, you know, like, like you know, the Fets. So there's, there's a, a possibility that Rey might be a Kenobi Mandalorian Jedi hybrid thing, and I think that That's would explain cool. why she's so badass. That would be a good one. Yeah, I, I would totally go nuts because, like, the whole, oh, well, she's just Luke's daughter or Luke's niece or ah, whatever. I and think then- she's a Yoda. The thing Ooh, yeah. that takes the wind out of everyone's sails is that it doesn't really matter because deep down, nowadays, Rey is just another Disney princess. It's fine. That, that, Why that, do you say it so disdainfully? Yeah, that fills my sails. I sail. don't like Disney. <laughs> full of wind when I hear that. That, that, that scares me. Kingdom Hearts. I'm very happy. Oh, oh. Uh, I've made everyone else sad. Doesn't matter. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Luke is evil. I th- I still want to stand by. I, would I like, like that. To see that. Yeah, I like that. Like Luke turned Kylo Ren and was like, "Ooh, they're gonna they're gonna realize I did this." I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna go to the woods. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. I'm gonna go look for Shia LaBeouf's cabin. Yeah, <laughs> to hang out here at Shutter Island. <laughs> How about you, Gypsy? What are you even watching? That got dark quick. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I bounce back and forth between uh, rewatching all of The Walking Dead and waiting, and watching a lot of Venture Brothers and waiting, waiting for it to get better, or, <laughs> or, or the movie waiting, waiting with Ryan Reynolds. Waiting. Oh no, there's that too. Uh, I do like that. I, anything with Ryan Reynolds in it actually makes me kind of happy. That's so not true. <laughs> Don't you still watch Game of Winners? I do, I do, I do like that game. I mean that movie. I mean that series. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I'm I'm a I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, and uh, he is not. Oh. <laughs> Back to that whole I don't like things. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it right now either. Yeah, you hear about Jon Snow, <laughs> the wrestler? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Al Snow. Yeah, you're thinking of Al Snow. Although, how great you the show would have been <laughs> yeah, if Al Snow, Snow played Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, he carried his, he- his head around. I, I don't know. I get stuff like that confused all the time. Like, I still get Philip K. Dick and Andy Dick mixed up all the time, too. Which is mm. a serious, serious faux pas. <laughs> well, Andy Dick was in news radio. Yeah, and he produced all the Law and Orders. He what? What? <laughs> he's, he's Dick Wolf. That, that was Dick Wolf. Yeah. That's he's doing that's, a thing. You guys suck. You. <laughs> that's the guy with the typewriter, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, no. I Honestly, right now, Venture Brothers. I just keep binge-watching Venture Brothers. Yeah, yeah, I need to get back into it. I messed I, up. I haven't had out. regular TV for a while. Yeah, we don't I, either. I just managed to catch up on it. Did you feel... I loved this season, and then I felt really mad at the end. Because their ongoing eight, continuity... Eight episodes? What on, well, that, yeah. that was kind of not so much. But their ongoing continuity is the best part of that show. Yeah. And at the end of the season, they just kind of reset everything. They changed for this... Uh, Aside from all the deaths. Mm. I'm absolutely loving the Blue Morpho, though. Yeah, I think that's that, such a cool oh, arc. Oh, did you not finish it? Hmm? Um, I, t- 
I don't know where we actually left no, off. No, we left off in what was uh, episode eight, which we looked past it, and there is nothing past it. So yeah, I'm, is that that's the like the heisty flashback episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume that was the end. Yeah, and everything got like reset though. Like it, I felt like the blue morpho was done and. He's not I, doing I that don't think anymore. so. I don't think so. I, I think, think he's this, like an episode ahead happen. of us, and that's what's going on here. There isn't an we, we episode, see, though. There might have been. It's been like three weeks since we've checked. Oh, no. I, I went on and, and it said, no, no, no. Eight, eight episodes. That's it. Did you see Brock die? I cheat. <laughs> yeah. <up> to <laughs> yeah, Brock killed Dr. Venture and then himself. Yes, yeah. We like Brock. Well, he's the best. We like almost anything that uh, Patrick Warburton does, actually. He's, oh, yeah. He's yeah, one absolutely. of those do-no-wrong kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> is he coming back to be the tick again? That's what I heard. Yeah. I actually heard that he was. I'm, I'm, that's something else I'm really curious about, speaking of people who come back to do things. Has anyone seen um, the Killing Joke cartoon I saw yet? the trailer. I saw yeah. the trailer. I'm very excited. I'm very, I am as well. I hear it's out on Blu-ray, and I, I don't is know anyone already? who's yeah. not seen it yet. That's, I, it said it what was What are we out. doing here? <laughs> That's it. Let's go. We still have Captain America to see. <laughs> Sorry, if it makes you feel any better, I just went and saw Civil War, and I still haven't seen Winter Soldier. So there's like no, a whole soldier is real good. There's like, like a whole section in the middle where people are really confused. making re- yeah, yeah making references. And I'm like, I got nothing. The metal arm. What is? What's all, all I got from here? that is Nomad. <laughs> I, I just assume it's Nomad, but he hasn't turned into Nomad yet. So that was that's yeah, as far I, as I, I get. I think theory, I really theory. do think that they're slowly building up for for a Nomad movie, nomad. which would make me very happy yeah, too. Yeah, me too. I like Nomad. Bucky freaks me out, but I like Nomad. So all right, William, what do you what have you been watching? I've been watching AMC's series Turn. No. Yeah. No, I don't want to go down this road, but okay. What? No, no, no. Well, the last time we talked about Turn, I believe we had Reggie Boo Boucher on the show. Oh, wow. Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Reggie. And I waited for it's another sideshow. Sideshow exclusive <laughs> is when we talk about Turn. 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 Why, why are you upset? I don't even remember what I said last time. Oh, because you're going to say, oh, history, blur. I know what's going to happen because I know history. I've read the spoilers no, of life. <laughs> they went off. They went off the rails. They went off book. Oh, They're did changing they? stuff now. <laughs> Britain's winning. <laughs> yeah, we're done. No, the, my favorite character, who is a dude that leaves the show because in history he leaves the yep. war. Hey, they decided at the end of the season just came back and was like, "I'm back in the show," <laughs> and that's by how popular the, demand. <laughs> History be damned. <laughs> so now I'm back on board. All right. Also, they got rid of the main... The main character is the worst part of the show. And this season, they, they threw him in jail for the whole middle of the, se- the season. So he's, he was literally just gone. That's my problem with The Walking Dead. The main character is, like, the one that I would really like to see eaten. Yeah. Which... which We're talking about Rick? Because yeah. everybody hates Rick. Rick. Rick and needs to go. his things and his stuff. <laughs> Uh, that, that's where I gave up on the show. Carl's actually less annoying than he is now, which is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, I wanted him to grow, but not that way. <laughs> I would grow up better. Yeah, I was, I've been done with Walking Dead for a while. Yeah, absolutely. It does nothing for me. I like hating things. It's yeah. fun. Well, I, I honestly have the same same problem with going back to Walking Dead that I have with going and, and seeing Civil War. My motivation for going to see Civil War is, hey, look, Hawkeye's in it. 
He's pretty. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> my my whole reason for going back and continually watching Walking Dead is what is Daryl going to do this week that involves killing possum, yeah. yelling at someone, or drinking whiskey out of like a gas can? I don't yeah. <laughs> use one of his infinite crossbow arrows. <laughs> How is it that Hawkeye, who's a Marvel character, doesn't have infinite arrows, and yet yeah. somehow Daryl does? Daryl has a bunch. He's got a, he's got a bandana. <laughs> he keeps finding him in the trunks of Volkswagens on the side of the road. <laughs> hey, look at that! Oh, great. So, real quick, uh, I randomly got obsessed uh, with an old video game that I've been watching YouTube videos of over and over again. Have you ever heard of a game called Night Trap? I'm familiar with Night Trap. Yes. You would be. Oh, that's the, the live action. The live action mm-hmm. horror movie where you oh, control traps no. that like. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's that, that's that's one of the the big ones when you know video games and violence and yeah. nudity that that's around from like the Doom era. That yeah. was Sega CD, right? Sega CD. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons the ESRB exists yep. because <laughs> because there's a girl in a nighty that gets eaten by a, an auger. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just like, like, like for some reason. It came up, and I just keep watching people play it, and I found somebody took, like, all the cameras, and you can watch them all at once, mm-hmm. which makes this, like, nonsensical, unable-to-hear-anything <laughs> show, because it's just, like, some army guy yelling at you while someone gets murdered, while other people are just kind of, like, talking about nothing in the other corner. But yeah, I've been absolutely obsessed with it, and I think they should make a sequel. So I'm going to start writing that now, and yeah, hopefully we get, get the screen light. Kickstarter, awesome. let's do it. Or a Night Trap movie. It exists. It's Night Trap. <laughs> it would be the same thing. We'll just update. Uh, and that brings us back to JR. What you reading? Reading anything good? See, I'm trying to think. I'm always, I'm always reading junk in the toilet. I know what you're okay. Yeah, actually, you're I've, been, I've, been, I've been reading the Big Book, Big of, Book Death. of Death. <laughs> the Big Book of Death. The Big Book oh, of Death, which is I it's a this. collection of of like little comics and you know like in graphic novel format of different types of death. Like there's death by plague, and there's a whole chapter of them explaining of you know people that died from diseases and stuff like that. And my personal favorite is, of course, just the weird death chapter, where it goes into like spontaneous human combustion. Um, Stuff that's like Darwin Award worthy things yeah. like that. Gotcha. But gotcha. I actually I actually haven't sat down and read read like an actual novel in a while. Yeah. I need to I need to do that. Have you, Have you ever seen the Bunny Suicides? No. It's yeah, a web comic where man. it's just bunnies committing suicide okay, in like no. weird ways, like Filler Bunny. Filler Bunny. Filler Bunny's from Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Oh, no, not, not like Filler Bunny. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that comic existed. Uh, but it's, oh, like, it's like bunnies like sneaking up on golfers and removing their ball and then putting their head there. <laughs> I'm going to find this. It's like Goat Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strangest thing. It's just every time it's like, oh, what is this? Aww. Next page. <laughs> what is the Aww. Next page. <laughs> nope. Not me. Nope. You know, my roommate's girlfriend is a vet tech that loves bunnies. I'm going to have to find this and yeah. watch it when she's around. <sighs> it's enjoyable. It's a fun mm. little comic. Going to crush her little brain. Uh, so, Gypsy, what have you been reading? Anything good? Uh, I've actually been rereading the Protector's War series the by Pro- S.M. Sterling. I'm not familiar. It's actually really good. Um the first book is called Dies the Fire, and the idea is that something happens in New England. You know, it, New England, mm-hmm. seat of all evil, stuff. of course, apparently. Yeah. Um, 
that causes the earth to shift just slightly. Uh, Gunpowder no longer ignites, it just kind of fizzles, so cars no longer work, weapons no longer work. Um, and everybody basically the first book is everything descends into chaos you end up with cities full of cannibals because the food goes quickly and Does but small groups work? fireworks but but fireworks don't work but fireworks don't work <laughs> yes because well, cars don't run on gunpowder no think. machines machinery oh, doesn't machi- work okay. complex machinery doesn't work so uh, there's actually and it's weird because as you get further into the series there's enclaves of people who have figured out how to survive. But they're the most bizarre enclaves of geek culture. That you like, there's a whole group of SCA people who they know how to make weapons and armor, so they actually have an enclave okay. of fighters. And then there's like a steampunk group <laughs> that actually wrote- has spies in the air because they have people who have like mm. hang gliders or Somebody hot air balloons. Is a steampunk like, SCA person and wrote this story. SM Sterling actually is sort of unigeek. He he's everything. He's really into all the different things. I've and known some SCA people, stuff and I don't think they're surviving. <laughs> you know, a lot of them not so much. No, it's a lot no. of cardio, and <laughs> they tend to be bigger guys. <laughs> well, I think the fighters might do well, but it, the, essentially the idea is that this group can make armor. Okay. And this group can make bows and arrows, and this group can make swords, and then this group over here can make hot air balloons, so you have surveillance. Um, and it's it's interesting. Like <laughs> One the bad group has guys all the backlogged internet porn. <laughs> just... did, did you just open that up with this group can make art? No. Okay, I was about to armor. say ar- ar- armor. Okay, armor, armor. Okay, I was about to say art would be absolutely worthless in a post-apocalyptic setting. <laughs> I mean, it's worthless now. Sad? Don't, don't, don't hate, hate on my art. Puppy for you. Hey, your, your, art your art sucks, sucks and you should, should feel bad. bad. <laughs> I feel like you guys say that a lot. The way that that he came usually, out. He usually says it to me because I'm also an artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. I do all the art for the for the troop. So occasionally he will he will egg me on to do cooler, better things by saying that. Being really mean. Yeah, that's how he gets me to do a lot of things, actually. He's kind of a jerk. (laughs) It sounds like bullying. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. Similar. I respond well. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I have a high trauma level as well as a high pain threshold. (laughs) Uh, Will, have you been reading anything? Uh, I finally decided to catch up on Hellboy. Woo-hoo! Oh, really? At this point from like three years ago. Yeah, I, well, I love Hellboy a lot. And then I found out he was going to die. And so I just kind of stopped reading. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just be happy with what I have. I don't need to. I don't need that in my life. I had that gotcha. with Deadpool. Yeah, but he. Hellboy's not like a, a comic book character, comic book character. Like, no. If he dies, he's not probably not coming back. He is kind of mostly demon, though, so he might. Well, he did. He, so, I, I even. Right now, he's just roaming around because uh, he quit the BPRD. He spent some time in Africa. He spent some time underneath the ocean. And now he's roaming America doing uh, like old American folklore and stuff. So he's like. Bob Dylan and Hunter S. Thompson had a really weird, illegitimate demon love child? Yeah, well, if they okay. if Bob Dylan and Hunter S. Thompson fought ghosts and Native American spirits and stuff. They didn't? I don't know. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I, explain, I now want to read that comic. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> oh. Have you read his death yet or no? No, I haven't, I haven't gotten there. But he does die, and then he is in hell, and then there's a run of him in hell. So <laughs> just being Hellboy. Yeah, he's I just, own this. Place. Oh, I get it now. My name makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so many One things suddenly come together. 
I just thought I had a really bad sunburn from the time I was four. (laughs) (laughs) But this makes much more sense. Uh, I don't have anything interesting really to say. I I had to read The Tempest for work, so I just reread The Tempest. The Tempest is so good. It is. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it the first time. I continue to enjoy it. But I'm not... I don't feel like filling this podcast with Shakespeare babble. So these two drunk guys are fish monsters. Yeah, they're great. That's the best, that's the best part. <laughs> Four-legged beast. How much fun is that? It's okay. I used to be an English lit major. We could talk about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I won't. I won't fill the podcast with it. Instead, I'll throw it down to JR and ask you what you're playing. Well, um, <laughs> over the winter, I was utterly obsessed with Metal Gear Solid The Phantom Pain because I am a humongous Metal Gear fanatic, yeah, yeah. but then I got to the part where Quiet dies, and then I was just utterly heartbroken Spoiler. because I, I, I need half-naked, mentally damaged women in my life. Seriously, if you just look at my dating career, <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but most recently, <laughs> since I finally joined the 21st century and got a space phone, I realized that I can download emulators and ROMs, and I've been playing Earthbound Zero, which is absolutely fantastic. On his phone. On wow. my phone. All day. Every day. And, and that's because you own a copy of it already. Yes. And it's, yes. of course, very oh, legal for you to own a copy of something that you already own. Oh, so yes. it's cool that you can now play that on the go legally. So how's Earthbound? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's absolutely fantastic. The reason why I actually got involved in Earthbound is I've heard all the buzz about Undertale. And, yeah, I um, need to play that. I, I watch a lot of game theory on YouTube. Oh, me too. And, I love game and, theory. Yeah, Matt Pat has this fantastic theory on how the skeleton, one of the skeletons from Undertale, is actually the lead protagonist from Earthbound. And I was huh. so utterly fascinated by the explanation of it. Like, well, I've never even played Earthbound. I should play Earthbound, and then eventually I'll get around to Undertale, and Undertale will be awesome. So let me watch this video that'll spoil two games, <laughs> um, and then I'll go back and play. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't care about spoilers. I could have told you everything about The Force Awakens before I saw it in the theater. Uh, okay. I knew everything about Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain before it was even released. Like, I'm one of those those hungry people. I need to know everything. Yeah, I need so. it now. Exactly. Gotcha. So I need to hate on it immediately. Solid Snake is big boss. <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep this whole Spoiler podcast. alert. Spoiler alert. It's, it's actually Kiefer Sutherland in real life. Which one? Big, big Boss. Big Boss is Kiefer Sutherland. It's Kiefer yeah. Sutherland. Yes. Kiefer Sutherland from Phone Booth is Big Boss. <laughs> not uh, him from Lost Boys? No. Not him from Lost Boys. More 24. Way more 24. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Gypsy, you play anything good? Um, I've, I've been binging Skyrim again. I have nice. a problem. I'm so sorry. I, I have, it to, I have a problem. Yeah, it's just there's so much to do. I'm still not killing Parthenax. He's my buddy. Um, okay, interesting choice. I I uh, my problem is that the games that I want to play, I, I I don't have the equipment to play anymore. I want to go back and play Final Fantasy three and or whatever the six I guess is what there was originally but yeah. oh the, yeah, that one yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually Kefka. have that's my, my permanent geek tag my permanent geek tag is actually uh, a tattoo on my right leg of Mog oh wow yeah so that's awesome that's, I want to play that again I love pretty much all the Final Fantasies right up until ten with somebody scratching the needle across the record <laughs> You didn't, me. Like, you didn't like 10? I was okay with 10 until 10-2 came out. Or yeah, 10, well, 10-2 10 10 was garbage. Where they're like, here, we're going to take all the 10. women out. Well, no, 10, 10 for I me was 10. okay. 
no. the first Final Fantasy game yeah. I ever played. Oh, it's like your first Doctor. It's all been downhill since Final Fantasy IV. Oh, see, I told how, you, he's such a hipster. How dare you? He's such a hipster. Actually, no, no. 12 was really good for me, because, well, Balthier. But. 12 is sitting in the plastic on top of my <laughs> My problem with 12 is, why Why is she a bunny? Because, I have a because Japan. Because, <laughs> <laughs> why is she a naked bunny? <laughs> because Japan. But yeah, that's, that's I play a lot of SNES if I can... Get a hold of the SNES when nobody else is in the house. Gotcha. Right now, my, my girlfriend is currently replaying Chrono Trigger for like the fiftieth time. So you have to like violently pry it out of her hand. It's, That's it, it what usually, I'm doing. <laughs> it usually involves a hammer. <laughs> I never know where to go in that game. There's too many places. Oh, that's a great one. I've used that one a lot. I like that one. Yeah. I was a Square Enix like junkie for a long. Oh yeah, time. same here. Same Everything. Here. But like, then I just ran out of time, and like no joke. Final Fantasy twelve in the plastic with a $65 sticker sits on my PlayStation <laughs> next to Final Fantasy thirteen in the plastic. Wow. Sealed! I, I, I will Sealed! I will. I'll get to it. Mint inbox. Yep. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I promise. <laughs> really interested in these. Just, just leave it After in the plastic. The office, let it sit. Yeah. After Someday the office it'll be worthless. And, uh, and Agent Carter. <laughs> and I mean more worthless than it is now. Uh. It says it's worth $65 on it. <laughs> It, it might be fibbing just a little bit. <laughs> How about you, Will? What have you been playing? I, I played Coup Reformation. Oh, Coup! It, it's Coup, but more. <laughs> I do love some Coup. I didn't know Coup is in the... Uh, oh, crap, now I forget the other game. What's the, the spy game? It's, it's in the Resistance universe. universe. yeah. I didn't know they had a universe. I did not know that. Yeah, well, the card games, and then Reformation is a sequel, because the plot continues of this game I didn't know how to plot. <laughs> because it's a board game, and it's going to be different every time. It's a board game that I mess up when I play it. But if, you're, if you're playing as Greg and you don't win, this game isn't canon, just so you know. <laughs> but for the next board game to make sense, Greg has to win. But uh, it's they added factions to it. Right. And you can, you can change people's factions, or you can change your own faction. It's mostly the same. I don't like it as much. I like how no. simple coup. I was. like simple coup as well. And I didn't need to make because the the fun is the interaction of the lying. I don't know if you guys play coup. It's a uh, you get a, <laughs> you didn't bother to explain. Yeah, it. you just assumed. Uh, you get a role. There's a couple. There's like it's a it's like Dune. It's basically set in the Dune world. Okay. Explain. There's like you can be a duke or a, a ship captain or a thief or a courtesan, and they can all do stuff, but you don't tell anybody else what your role is. So you can just decide to do the abilities of whatever, and people can call you out on lying, and then you lose a life. It's a good. It's a good lying game. Yeah, it's good it's to play with like people you know really well, so you can like you exploit weaknesses. It's like pirate dice. Yeah. yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. Similar. You know what? All werewolf and all this are basically pirate dice. Yeah, with pretty art, <laughs> which is it's important. It's uh, and pirate I already... dice, the art is just kind of dots. So, yeah, yeah pirates weren't. <laughs> you make nicer dots. <laughs> if it wasn't a whale tooth, they didn't know how to make art on it. So. Uh, I already said Chrono Trigger, so I'm just gonna go ahead and move on uh, because before the show, uh, Carnival said that they had a question for us. And I've been I've been ducking it the whole the whole podcast. <laughs> I actually, but have a, 
I have a small list, but a go ahead. Small I'm sorry. List. <laughs> All right. Well, we got 12 minutes of show left, I so just had one. I, I will I will give the floor to you guys. Okay. So the one that I primarily had is is when we, we first agreed to come on the show, I was like, well, I need to find out who these guys are. And well, I don't really have a lot of internet-capable devices. So I started fishing around on YouTube, and I found a very, very interesting video of you guys in some sort of cosplay wrestling, wrestling. Oh, yeah. event. Yeah. And I'm very, very... I'm. Very, very intrigued as to what that's about because originally, like I said, I used to be in cosplay burlesque, and I don't really care to take my clothes off for money anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody, but um, the funny I thing accept is, your is apology. <laughs> well, the wrestling you start with your clothes off already. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, many, many moons, ago, many, many moons ago, I was actually a a backyard wrestler. I was. Some of my friends actually still are in the the indie circuit in the area, but I, I was actually very chill. I, um, if you've ever heard of uh, Mr. GQ, Gavin Quest, or I think you know it was by GQ? Mike Quest. Yeah. I love GQ. Many, many years ago, his, uh, he was known as Hardy Sarman. He was actually my tag team partner. Oh, that's Hardy? Oh, my. Oh. Yep. <laughs> my first um, independent wrestling show ever mm-hmm. uh, was GQ was in a Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal, and he was kicking butt, mm-hmm. and he was the only one doing wrestling moves, and I asked if he wanted me to throw him a soda. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's Mike. He's actually an old friend of mine. Um, and if you know um, Eric Corvus, he's an- Eric Corvus has been on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep, Eric Corvus is actually another another graduate of ABW. That is American Backyard Wrestling. Uh, it, it died in two thousand and two. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of us that are actually still keeping it alive. But I was just curious where is where is their cosplay wrestling going on? And can I cons near you? Huh? At cons near you. Not yeah. our cons. We need really? to make that happen. Yeah, Did, not our cons. Would you like to take part? Is that where this is going? Absolutely. In fact, I was wondering if you could put me in touch with, with the, the jerk that I saw you guys actually wrestling with that was, was attempting to be Big Boss. I would like to challenge him to a real fight in real life in order in order, in order order to portray Big Boss in the ring for fake fights. <laughs> or I, I'm sorry for for simu- simulated. Um, wh- what is it? Um, I I, I forget. Grappling. <laughs> I, I forget what the, the PC word for you know. I swear wrestling isn't fake it's anymore. Predetermined. But. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so What's your problem so with the, Mike? Yeah, he's he's the one who owns the company. Uh, <laughs> okay. But he wants to. And. Boss, uh, <laughs> so I'm, so I'm sure we can make this happen. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, our next show is at Too Many Games in Oaks, PA, uh, and yeah. we'll feature uh, a title match between uh, Little Mac and uh, the Wii Fit Trainer. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Oh, so you saw me as the ice climber? Yeah, I saw you oh, guys yes. as the and I was like, wow, that that's so... Wow. That's very retro. Yeah, yeah I was like, that, that is extremely retro. Why? Wh- how did you guys come up with the idea to be the ice climbers? Uh, well, basically... Uh, my friend Gabby, who's the pink ice climber, okay, uh, she's the one who kind of like trained me to wrestle. And I was like, it's a shame that there's not like a lot of intergender stuff because I'd love to like actually work with you in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then Mike was like, you know, cons could use cosplay pro wrestling. I was like, I'm being the ice climbers with Gabby. Dibs. It's like nobody wants that. <laughs> and I was like, so I do. I love the ice climbers. Uh, could, me and Will have a, a tradition of picking the worst thing of everything. We're always Hufflepuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was, badger, what was badger, my, badger, my uh, badger. Game of Thrones house? Greyjoy? Yeah. They're the best. Incorrect. 
Well, they're, they're, they're pirates, right? Yeah. yeah but they don't do much. <laughs> they're not in the show. Yeah, so that's how we ended up with Cosplay Pro Wrestling. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. We can always use more people. So I had to wrestle twice at the last show because <laughs> I also wrestle as uh, Giovanni from Pokemon. Neat. And I wrestle as Mr. Game & Watch and get one of those, like, Zenny suits. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I can hook you up if you want to come out. Yeah, very cool. After the show, please fill me in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, I'll make you a member of Team Rocket like that. It I already have a full costume. Outfit. Perfect. Right, right. Perfect. <laughs> it, it's it's black costume Team Rocket, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Already have it. Done. <laughs> Mike's oh, going to be happy I got Rocket a new guy. Rocket got whips. Yeah. You're set. That's that's why I have the Team Rocket outfit. That was actually my, my debut act with Cosplay Burlesque. It was actually Team Rocket capturing a Ponita. You know, the last <laughs> I didn't know I was into that, but now that I've heard it. You do now. Damn it. The la- last time I talked with Mike, he was in talks with GKE about doing a show. And he was like, do you think we could find a Simon Belmont? Sold. I'm right I here. We could. He, he actually... All right. Oh, no, I, you have the Richter I don't, Belmont. I don't have Simon anymore, but I have a full Richter Belmont costume ready to go. Perfect. Blue coat, everything. Actually, we just found that coat again. Awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, so we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, it's time for host versus guest versus audience. Uh, this week, I have a collection of Batman uh, books. I don't know if they're, they're comics, to be honest, but they're Batman books. They might be Mad Libs. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> they're wrapped in plastic, so I have Sealed. no idea. Sealed! Just like my Final Fantasy XII. God, Pat's uh, going like, to bring something if we keep doing that. What did you guys bring? We brought... Well, Stuff. first off, we have this fancy little vial here of stage-used broken glass from Gypsy's Glass Act. We have... There might be blood on it, you never our, know. Our... Original Carnival Black Biker Patch. Nice. And we also have a hand-painted, hand-painted sideshow-style Alive banner. Nice. <laughs> so there, there, Gypsy's blood might be on there. You might be able to clone yes, a Gypsy. There, oh, there is all kinds of Gypsy that. DNA. <laughs> nobody um, wants that. Just be careful. A lot of times she crushes my face into that, so you might make some sort of freaky hybrid. Okay, all right. Mm. Good, good knowledge to have. I don't think anybody wants that either. <laughs> I've been trying to clone myself for years, so yeah, whatever. nobody wants Go for that it. either. The world could always use more me. <laughs> so wow. to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member to come up, but they got to put a prop- up a prize as well because we put up this good stuff. What did you guys bring uh, this week? Yeah, a calendar with six months left. <laughs> <laughs> half a calendar. Half a calendar. Half, half a year's supply of calendar. <laughs> And uh, I don't, I don't see any other takers, so I think we're going to play for the calendar. It's, oh, it's an official Game of Con calendar. Uh, well, it's got Wonderful. cosplayers. Sorry, Introduce yourself, yeah, please. On. Hey, it's Frank again. Hey, Frank, well, f- welcome back on the show. We're going to play uh, one of our favorite games. Uh, this game is called Google Feud. Google Feud. I will give you part of a Google search. You need to give me one of the top ten. Auto completions for that Google wow. search, okay? okay. Right. Everyone will get a chance to answer each question. The higher up uh, you get, the more points you'll score. PG-13, though, right? Uh, yeah, Google tends to be okay. safe for work. If Google gives up when you start putting like dirty stuff in, like yeah. the auto inserts, like, no. Yeah. Maybe I just have a better Google than you. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking away. I use, I use Bing, and it really likes Wait, the Oh, Bing loves those words. For porn, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bing's your search engine. Oh, yeah. So, Frank, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, when is the next 
When is the next? We had some kind of an eclipse thing today, apparently. Mercury, like, flew into the sun, <laughs> I heard. It's gone now. Um, yeah, it's gone. Just, we're, now we're down to seven planets. Oh, no. Celestial dwarf. Um, Wait, six, no Pluto. Let's see. When is the next? Yeah, there were nine. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'll give you guys a little hint yeah, for this oh. one. It's, uh, this has been updated very recently, and that's all I will say. I was thinking. Oh, I'm going to say... I don't know how I'm going to word this. Uh, I want to say something with the Marvel Universe, like when's the next movie come out, but I don't know how to word it. I'm just going to say when does... The next Guardians movie come out. Okay. Guardians movie. Good guess, good guess. Team Carnival, what do you guys think? You got anything, Chips? Presidential primary. Presidential primary. Uh, Presidential primary. It's going to be mine. Uh, Election? When is the next next election? election? All right. Number 10, Warriors game. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. Uh, As there should be. Nine is Olympics. When is the next presidential debate? When's the next GOP de- debate? When is the next Red Wings game? Six. When is the next presidential primary? Nice. That's number five. That's good for six points. Uh, when is the next solar eclipse? You had it, Frank, and then Damn you it. threw it away. Damn it. Uh, when is the next Democratic debate? When is the next Republican debate? And number one, when is the next full moon? <laughs> full moon. So six points for Carnival, goose eggs all around for everyone else, and uh, we'll start with uh, Team Carnival on this one, and it's simply Mister 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 Bungle. I don't know. I'm trying to think. You can talk into the microphone. Yeah, did you can discuss. You're going first. We can't steal your answers. Mr. Stop Mr. Whispering. Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> Who's uh, Mephistopheles, the guy from Cats, or is that one of the demons from Paradise Lost? Mr. Molesticles? Research department. Is it Mr. From Who's the demon Cats. from Paradise Lost? Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, guy fr- the guy from Cats, not the demon. <laughs> Mr. Mephistopheles. Gotcha. Yeah, Mr. Mephistopheles. Right, Frank? Or is so he from got oh, He's a demon from something. Fantastic Mephistopheles. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm between Mr. Bean or Mr. Poopy Butthole are my two two options. That's a, that's a tough place to be in between. <laughs> it's terrible. We'll go, we'll go with Atkins. We'll go Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. All right, so number 10 is Mr. Rogers. Oh, come on. <laughs> Then we got Mr. Right, Mr. Irrelevant, NFL Draft, uh, Mr. Bean, Yay. number seven, so that is good for four points. Mr. Peta, I don't know who Mr. Peta is. Mr. T, <laughs> Mr. B's, Mr. Allen's possessive, Mr. Allen's, I have no idea, Mr. Robot, and number one is Mr. Pizza. Oh. I don't know. I heard the P. I got. I'm like, there's no way. Who's Mr. Pete? No Mr. Plow. I'm so shocked. Oh yeah, that's, that's his name. name. That, that name again is Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow. All right, and uh, we'll start with Will now. 
Should I start? Ooh. Uh, should I start? <laughs> CrossFit. Should I start? That CrossFit? was my answer. God damn. <laughs> um, answer is no. By the way, just in case you were. Um, should I start? Should I start? Dieting. Dieting. All right. Going to the gym. Going to the gym. All right. Going to the gym. Going to the answers all around. Right. Should I start running? Should I start vaping? (laughs) (laughs) Also a no. Should I start an IRA? Yes. Should I start dating? Should I start an LLC? (laughs) Should I start smoking? If someone could put some information out about whether or not smoking is good for you, that would be super. Uh, Should I start drinking coffee? Should I start my own business? Should I start a YouTube channel? And number one, should I start a blog? How did podcasts not get on there? Yeah, I don't know. But that means with six points, Carnival is our winner. You have successfully defended your broken glass. <laughs> and if we ever have a championship of champions again, you guys can come back. Cool. That'd be fun. Frank, th- thanks so much for coming up here, Frank. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, anything you guys want to plug? We did. We did, but I will remind your do viewers it, again, again, listeners, whatever. You can find us at Steampunk World's Fair this weekend. That is the 13th through the 15th of May. VandaliaCon, the end of the month, in Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is the 27th through the 29th. And every second Saturday at Hell's Kitchen Lounge in downtown scenic Newark, New Jersey. Do you guys have a website or a Twitter or anything like that? We, we do not twit face. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're Carnival with a K. For some reason, we're in quotation marks. Um, also, we have a website, Carnival.net. Dot .net? Couldn't get dot .com? No, couldn't get a dot .com. Yard it's, art. Yeah, some guy that does yard art in like... You can't just yell yard, yard, yard art. art in like Bumbleclot, Illinois. He makes like little like spooky things and whatever. Well, he got a free plug, too, tonight. (laughs) Check out Carnival.com if you want some uh, yard art. art. (laughs) Will, anything to add? Uh, I'm going to start a website that sells gypsy blood glass, because I'm pretty sure it keeps Baba Yaga's away. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. You can also listen to us every Friday on Wildfire Radio. Upcoming shows include next... Next week on the 16th, super artist Josh Carter will be on the show. Uh, the 23rd is to be announced. And the 30th, we will not be here for Memorial Day. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and running over Will with a forklift. This has been the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Woo!